Wowza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Finside Scoop. I am your co-host, Ricky Barton, and alongside me is... Hunter Seavey. Happy to be here. <laughs> We're just happy to be here, but yeah, I would say this is a, a long overdue podcast, wouldn't you say, Hunt? I completely agree. I mean, it just took us... 25 years to apparently get this together. I don't know. This is very, very long overdue. And uh, yeah. yeah, glad to glad to be doing it finally. Yes, sir. So on the podcast, we'll give you a little brief overview. We'll be talking mostly football. Um, obviously, our name is Finside Scoop. So we will talk a lot of Dolphins. That is our favorite team. Um, I currently sure. do work for the Dolphins and Hunter will be soon joining me. Um, in that process, we're getting him in the process of moving down to South Florida to, uh, to join me and, uh, in the NFL takeover, but we wanted to just start a podcast that, you know, people can relate to, and we're going to be doing a lot of betting tips. We're going to be talking a lot of, you know, ins and outs, power rankings, some playoff predictions. Obviously that's far too early, but, um, yeah, man, this started in the living room um of big rick's house um you know me and you were me and hunter were in there we had the shrine with all the dolphins gear on a, on a weekly basis and well, um, you go one in 15 crying every week and <laughs> there was a lot there was a lot so and now ironically we have season tickets and we're pretty we're looking pretty good so we'll we'll hopefully change that absolutely so we're excited um so yeah, I was uh, I was at Dolphins training camp today, Hunt. The team is looking nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, we got a lot of haters out there, a lot of Tua haters, which I don't really understand. Don't understand. Um, he had a lot working against him last year, so it, I mean, to to hate on him is just is too premature for me. I mean, um, I, I don't get it to be honest. I don't. So if we look at the numbers here, I mean, six and three as a starter um, during a pandemic. You know, we were one game out of the playoffs. Everyone can say, oh, you know, Fitz Magic came in and saved the day a few different times. Hey, that might be the case. You know, he is Fitz Magic. Um, the face mask play against the Raiders. Shout out Jeff Allen on that one. You know, that, was, <laughs> that was a great play. And uh, but we're excited, man. Tua looks great. I was there today. Um, you know, we have a lot of speed on offense. Jalen Waddle looks great. Um, Jakeem Grant dropped pretty much every pass he thrown his way, but he was looking fast out there. Uh, we, need him to, we need him to return kicks. We we don't. <laughs> well, the thing is, they had Waddle back there trying to return kicks as well, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah, I uh, I saw something today that said that Tua is looking. Just to add on yours, Tua is looking really good. Um, the ball's getting out quick, and the it's he's hitting the receivers on perfect timing. So that all just comes with an off season that he didn't have last year. I mean, he off a season ending hip surgery injury in college and then going in with no off season. I mean, he had a lot working against them. So I'm very excited and I'm very excited to have season tickets too. So I can't wait to be able to watch it and, Albert Wilson is my surprise of the camp so far. Um, I mean, 
they can they connect with an ADR touch on every every day. It seems like it's it's ridiculous. It's They're high fiving on the way to the end zone. And a little side note here: I'm actually kind of stoked that uh, skill players can wear one through ten now. Yeah, like Elver Wilson looks sick wearing the the two jersey. Yeah, you got like Jalen Ramsey wearing the five jersey. You know, just all these players that are like big Going. superstar players getting the single digit numbers. I think it's going to be like pretty cool to watch people going back to their college numbers and numbers that they wore in high school and stuff like that, which is very cool. I, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't do that earlier because who cares? I mean, I mean, like, why does it matter what number they're wearing? I mean, I understand like alignment's not going to wear like three or something, but skill, <laughs> skill positions. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's a little different than college when you got the six foot six, 350 pound D tackles wearing number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that's necessary, but yeah, the, seeing the skill position players with the, the single digits was looking pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's, it, we're looking forward to an exciting season. It's definitely playoffs are bust. Um, I think a lot of the, the, um, <clears throat> the load here goes on to his shoulders um, because, you know, that was the inconsistent part of the team last year where number one in turnovers as a defense, um at one point towards the end of the season we were number one in scoring defense so I mean we have the pieces we drafted some linemen we got some offensive weapons running out of excuses for the team so we need uh we need that production at the quarterback I think Tua takes that next step this year we make the playoffs and we, and we see where it goes from there I agree and I have a question for you what do you what, got what maybe you're hearing things I don't know but what is your take on Xavier Howard? So I saw X on the sidelines. Um, he was literally just throwing the ball up to himself. Um, not really engaged too much for him. It's all about the money, but you got to take a step back because when you lead the NFL in picks, you get 10 interceptions. The last one to do it was Antonio Cromartie. He's got 17 children at home and, um, <laughs> and uh you know, he, so no one's done that in literally almost 10 years. So right. you got to give him props where it's due. He's been a top tier corner for the past, I'd say at least two to three seasons. And he's the second highest paid cornerback on the team. On our own team. So, I mean, yeah, I, and he feels some type of way about that, which is fair, man. This is, this is, you know, you're playing with people's livelihoods here. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, pride involved. And it's I think as much as it is a game at the same, like I mean, to be fair to him, it's a business. He he feels like he is a, for example, a top tier employee in his company. So he should get paid like one. And he's not he even to raise, it. man. It's not even being paid like one on his own team. Which, don't get me wrong, the, in inflation and all that. But I mean, probably got to find a way to restructure that. So, a hundred percent. And I think if we can get him locked down, give him an extension, make him the highest paid on the team. We're going to be really solid. I don't know how you're really going to throw the ball on that with, with two elite corners. Um, we got the stud safety. Yeah, um, Holland. Holland. Yep. Yep, yep. He's he's a stud. I'm, I'm hearing good things from him. We're still a little salty about Minka Fitzpatrick um, losing him. Hopefully he fills that role and, and he can be kind of a, uh, you know, a quarterback of the defense there. But, you know, the pieces are there, man. So we're excited. Jacob McCordy, uh, nice little veteran signing too in the in the secondary. So looking yes, looking forward to that. Also the pass rusher from Miami. Yeah. Um, 
he is, he was the number one overall recruit coming out of high school. Um, and he's just a freak of nature. He's doing like backflips and stuff like that. So we're excited. It's going to be a fun year. We'll, we'll be seeing uh, the first live action September 19th yes. at Hard Rock Stadium, Bills, Dolphins. Uh, I think all, pretty much everyone in Rochester will be at that game. <laughs> and uh, they're going to watch us beat the daylights out of the Bills. Yeah. Josh Allen comes back down to earth and we just kind of take over as the kind of the top dogs of the AFC East. I know there's going to be a lot of Bills fans in our, in our mentions after this, but that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, we're here for all the, all the heat. So we, we, we want all the it. smoke this year. Yep. The Finside scoop wants all the smoke. It's, it's win the AFC East or bust. Now, obviously the Bills are coming off as a good year, um, a really good year. Josh Allen, that sometimes looks superhuman, which scares me because if he's able to do that for the next 10 years, then we're in for some trouble. But, you know, I like our chances. So we're going to we're going to we're going to see what happens week two. And an idea here, maybe when we're down there, we do a live, not a live podcast, but our first podcast. It would be our first one in the same building. So maybe that's in the same that building. Do. Yep. Maybe we can do it from Hard Rock Stadium. Wow. Um, yeah, a little uh, little VIP podcast. Maybe maybe uh, we get a big Rick on there for a little special guest. He's going to cost big bucks to get on the podcast. <laughs> he is a Hall of Fame legend, um, best flow in the game. And ultimately, we have to thank our fathers for this podcast, not just for giving birth to us, but also for um, inspiring us to be Dolphins fans. We sat through – you know, I would say 15 solid years of misery. Uh, we had two playoff appearances in those years. Got one against the Ravens where we got slaughtered. <laughs> the other against the Steelers where we got slaughtered. Rest in peace, Matt Moore. Budget three, <laughs> that wasn't necessary. <laughs> so we've been through it, man, and we deserve – it's our time. It's our time to take over. So give us this. Um, Bills fans, relax. Patriots fans, you had your chance. I mean, you, you, you won. Had, you had your run, Patriots. You're done. You, you had your run. That's enough, though. That's enough. I mean, okay. and the Jets are. I mean, do we even have to go there with that? So, shout out Michael Nucitelli. We do not have to talk about the Jets. Their number two overall pick is also his second job is a camp counselor. <laughs> um, he 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 on his in his spare time he does. Um, you know, do some camp activities. He looks like he's about 16 years old. So I'm looking forward to him getting absolutely crushed all season. Um, the Real Jets quick about that, though. Like, you draft this guy, right? And he's supposed to be your franchise. Shouldn't that be the first deal you get done so you can show up <laughs> to camp? Like, how is that the last deal? That just the Jets being the Jets, man. That's just, <laughs> just just the Jets being the Jets. You know? I guess so. I I just don't get how the, you can't get your franchise quarterback to show up to camp. Uh, I'm okay. Anyway, we're gonna get yeah. into some uh, power rankings. Um, yeah, let's do it. These are way too early power rankings. So, I mean, these are before even preseason starts, and it's not even the it just ended the first week of camp. So, I mean, um. These are just based on what we heard in the offseason, what happened in the offseason, injuries now, everything like that. So um, we're going to go from 32 down to one. We're going to take turns going back and forth, giving you our power rankings. So, uh, Rick, you want to start it off or do you want me to go? Yeah, I can, I can start it off. I can start it off. Okay. 
Okay, coming in as the worst team currently in the NFL is the Houston Texans. Now, I'm going to say this with the preface that Deshaun Watson does not play for them this season. Right. He has pretty much the entire city of Houston filing a lawsuit against him. (laughs) If he plays this year, I'd be surprised. I mean, I know he's at camp, but, like, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, if he plays – we can make a revised one, you know, d- during week one. But right. as of right now, a Deshaun Wat- Watson-less Houston Texans team is maybe the worst team of all time. So that's my 32. Um, after that, we're going to go with our camp counselor in, in the New York Jets. I think <laughs> they're going to be, you know, pretty bad. I mean, obviously, Nooch isn't going to like that. But they're just not a good team. Um, they're, they, they made some revisions. They got some good pieces um, in the draft or so-called, you know, their best, their best players, um, Makai Becton, their tackle. He's, he's a big boy, um, but not expecting much from them this year. Next, we got the, the Detroit Lions. Me and Hunter play wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> they are atrocious. Um, Dan Campbell's trying to bite people's kneecaps off. I don't know if he's fit to be a head coach. He's got so we'll to be the biggest joke in the, in the league, right? He has to be. As a, in as the a inner athlete. circles of the NFL, he is laughed upon. I would have to say, yeah. I mean, I mean, he showed up to the press conference with a with a racing helmet on. At twenty nine, I'm going to go with the Jags. Um, I think they're going to obviously be improved with Trevor Lawrence. You know, they got some pieces. Robinson's pretty good. Um, you know, obviously, they um, they got some decent players but you know we got to give trevor lawrence a little time to adjust urban meyer i think he's going to be successful overall in the league but you know they're still not a great team so that's my that's my bottom four teams so far okay um starting out with 32 for me um i did the lions at 32 because like you said i mean i without looking it up i probably don't know one of their receivers on their team um their best players their tight end hawkinson Hawkinson is literally the best player. Um, DeAndre Swift, I mean, we haven't really seen much. He had a rookie year last year with the pandemic and all that. So we'll give him time there. But their defense, I mean, their their, their defense comes from literally Switzerland with their cheese. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even understand. Um, I put the Texans at 31, though, because yeah. – I mean, even with Deshaun Watson, I, I still don't see them being that great. Um, again, their defense is not good. They lost their best player in their franchise's history in J.J. Watt. Um, I mean, who's their number one receiver? Brandon Cooks. He wakes up with a concussion every day. <laughs> um, if Deshaun Watson does play, though, I think they'll move up past these teams that I have in front of them. Um, just because his talent alone is ridiculous. So, I mean, he's going to win them games regardless of who's who he's playing with. Um, at 30, I have our friend Nooch's Jets, like you hit on again. I mean, we just talked about how their their franchise can't even couldn't even sign a rookie deal to go to camp. Um, I watched a video of him throwing a deep pass. It was a nice deep pass, but he got sacked. So, I mean, who cares? Um, I mean, like you said, their offensive line is, is shaping up to be pretty good, but I still don't see them 
winning more than five games. So um, at 29, I actually have the Eagles, which might surprise some people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure about Jalen Hurts, to be honest. Um, I know he played well down the stretch last year, which is promising. And I have Eagles fans looking up for something like they're looking forward to that. Um, Devonte Smith actually went out with an injury today that I, I saw. So that could be, it's an MCL injury, which is, they say it's nothing serious, but you know, those things linger. So, um, miles. Yeah. My dad, my dad texted me. He's like, Hey, glad we didn't draft Devonte Smith. A little too skinny. Yeah. I said, yeah, J- Jalen Waddle looks great at practice today. So yeah. might have so, dodged a bullet on that one, even though yeah. Devontae Smith so looked like the best receiver. I mean, it's already the first week of camp. He's got an MCL injury. It's not even like a – that's a pretty serious. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and their defense is just – I mean, <laughs> we even have to talk about that. They might have the worst defense in the NFL. I'm not – I mean – between them and the Lions, I think they probably do have the worst defense in the NFL. So I don't see them stopping a nosebleed anytime soon. Yep. And um, yeah, so there's my bottom four. Um, I think maybe the Eagles would be my biggest surprise out of that, but I just don't see that. I think Zach Ertz is probably going to get traded as well. So we'll see. Okay. So yeah, no, it's not a surprise. I got Eagles at 29. Um, Right, right above that, uh, or actually it'd be 28. I have oh, the yeah. Eagles at 28. Um, I mean, I think Jalen Hurts got potential, Miles Sanders, but you know, they're far off from being a top tier team. I'll move a little quicker for you guys, but you know, I think uh, the Panthers are next. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I think the Panthers, you know, obviously Sam Darnold redemption tour. Um, you know, hopefully you know, McCaffrey stays healthy. Cause you know, it, it, the league's more fun when he's playing, he's an elite player, right. but you know, still, you know, they're, I don't think they're going to be sniffing the playoffs. And then I'm going to go uh, Bengals after that at 26. Um, I think the Bengals are going to have a lot of success on offense. I, I don't think they're really gonna um, be like a threat kind of to make the playoffs. But I think Joe Burrow puts up big numbers if he gets the healthy still, they have questions on the offensive line and the defense. And then um, I'm going to go with the Broncos at 25. That's um, me. Yeah. Broncos at 25, just because of their defense. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is like the king of being consistent. He's not going to be amazing, but he's not going to be terrible. And, and Drew Locke thinks he's like, Dan Marino in the flesh dancing <laughs> in the sideline. Like the, the highlight of, of Drew Locke's career is the video when he was like rapping singing, on the bench. Singing like, I put on, <laughs> on the sideline. That's like the highlight reel of his career. Other than that, he's known for throwing picks and fumbling the ball. But yeah, he stinks. So that's I mean, my they played, they played a game with a receiver at their quarterback last year. So yeah, that, that went real well for him. <laughs> you have Boston. All right. Um is it my turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, so what do we do? All right. So 28, I have the Jags. So, I mean, we're pretty close in those bottom five. I mean, I think Urban Meyer is going to be good for Trevor Lawrence. Um, just because of like a, a new coach that is a player's coach. So, um, like you said, they have some weapons. They signed Marvin Lewis, DJ Chark. Like they have some decent players, but uh, – 
I mean, yeah, it's the Jags. Um, 20, 27, I have the Bengals. Um, like you said, their offense is going to be, I think, pretty explosive. I mean, T. Higgins looked pretty decent last year. I think he has a pretty good year. And we all know what Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow can do. So I think those passing numbers are going to be high, but I don't think they're going to be stopping many people. Um, 26, I actually have the Raiders. Wow. Um, again, their offense is John Gruden. Is John Gruden like delusional in the draft process or what? I, I just, I, I think he's got to be the most overpaid, overrated, overhyped coach of all time at this point. I mean, Cleland Farrell with the third overall pick, <laughs> he might not even get reps this year. Like, he wasn't like, even the best player on their D line in college. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he's uh, a little. His judgment's a little clouded from being in the booth all those years yeah. with all those Gruden grinders. I, I mean, he, uh, they have good pieces on offense, but like, okay, he took Henry Ruggs over over uh, Judy and like Justin Jefferson and those guys, and like, he hasn't panned out what they thought he was going to be. I mean, again, it's uh, one year, but. I don't know. Uh, Josh Jacobs, they just signed Kenan Drake, so they could be okay, but right now I have them pretty low at 26. And then for my 25th, um, I, I have the Panthers here. So if Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey stays healthy, I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be solid on offense. They have a couple – they got rid of Curtis Samuel, but they have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um Christian McCaffrey and and Darnold I think Darnold's an upgrade from what they had from Teddy Bridgewater last year personally so we'll see but that's that rounds up my uh bottom 10 I believe bottom eight yeah uh bottom eight yep we're close I mean yeah I got Raiders 24 yeah um I mean until John Gruden proves otherwise Derek Carr is like they need to make a 30 for 30 on his career on like whether he's good or not (laughs) <laughs> because like he's he puts up decent numbers but i think he just plays it super safe and he's just throwing like easy routes to get a high completion percentage because yeah. realistically he's Joe he's Joe his stats do not correlate to wins i mean granted the defense doesn't help him ever but i mean pretty much just throw the ball to darren waller every play and that'll be your best bet yeah. um after that i'm gonna go bears 23 um bears 23 i mean their defense is going to keep a minute i think uh i think andy dalton's very washed up i think that andy dalton will start the season and justin fields will be in by i'm going to say like week three or four um he's a player he'll be he'll be a good player down the road but i don't think you know obviously he's gonna have to go through some rookie pains and figure out you know how to be in the nfl but um you know, Allen Robinson, and then obviously they got a defense that's solid, but the defense is aging. All those guys are aging. Yeah. You know, obviously Roquan Smith is still in his prime, but like Mac is, you know, he's I don't I don't know if he's in his prime anymore. And, and um, defense can only bring you so far nowadays in the in, in the NFL. I mean, it's an offensive league. So how far can a defense if the defense is always on the field because your offense can't move, like I mean, what are you gonna do? Right. I mean, and the thing is, a defense can win you games like for the Bucs, for example, like the Bucs defense won them the Super Bowl. Um, But they had Tom Brady on the other side and they could also score points. So you can't just have the defense. Yeah, right. So after that, I'm going to go Giants 22. 
Now, I think the Giants could honestly be a sleeper team. That's going to depend on Daniel Jones if he decides to, like, stop turning the ball over, like, you know, four times, five times a game. He, he literally – Tripping over the 10-yard line, too. Yeah, tripping on himself. <laughs> the, the, the turf monster gets him, like – I don't know, man. Uh, if he can figure it out, he's got some talent. He can move around really well. Um, obviously, we got to see if Saquon can stay healthy, but their defense is looking good. Joe Judge is a solid coach. You know, he'll at least, you know, hold people accountable. So I think they could move up the Giants, but right now they're at 22. And then running out my next four is going to be the Vikings at 21. Um, another guy that's just a question mark is Kirk Cousins maybe the most overrated quarterback in NFL history I mean that's like a legit that's a legit question is he the most over, overpaid quarterback overpaid. in NFL history yeah um but you know they got Delvin Cook their defense was really bad last year I think Zimmer this is a do or die year for Zimmer if he's you know if they're not solid he'll get whacked but yeah what do you got what do you got Hunt? um at 24 I have, I have the Falcons um up there with the Eagles, they might have the worst defense in the – can you hear my dog? My dog's screaming. We got Khaleesi. Yeah, Hunter's dog's name is Khaleesi. Khaleesi, barking in the background. Know. Who knows yep. what she's barking about. But um, So, 24, I have the Falcons. Up there with the Eagles, I think they might have the worst defense in the NFL. Um, that's just, I mean, proven over the years. And I don't see them improving that. Um Got rid of Julio Jones. That's obviously a killer. And Kyle Pitts, though, they're, they're hoping to fill that void with Kyle Pitts, which we'll see. But, yeah, 24 and 23, I, I have the Giants. Um, so we're relatively close on a, a lot of these. Um, like you said, Daniel Jones is a turnover machine. So I think not having Saquon last year obviously hurt him because Saquon's an animal. So having him back will be – Huge for uh, Daniel Jones, and if Advin Ingram can replace his stone hands with some gloves and some actual hands, I think he can be a pretty good receiver uh, out of the tight end spot, along with Kenny Galladay, who they obviously got in free agency. So uh, 22, I have the Bears. Um, with a defense like that, they're looking to win now, but their quarterback situation says otherwise. So, I mean – I think you said that Andy Dalton you think will be there by week three. I think he should be their backup right this second. Um, I just – I think right now, today, Justin Fields is better than Andy Dalton, and I he hasn't even played an NFL snap. That's just my opinion. Uh, did we go up to 21 yet, or is that you? Yeah, I, yeah, 21's the last one. Okay, 21, I put the Cowboys – um their offense is going to be very exciting to watch um Zeke Dak coming back hopefully he's healthy um their offensive line got healthy over the offseason um I mean CD Lamb Michael Gallup Amari Cooper they have weapons all over the field um their problem is their defense and their owner slash GM so if they could figure I think Jerry Jones probably should have gave up the GM role a couple of years ago, but yeah, we'll see. Um, their division's not strong. That's the, probably the best thing they have going for them. So they can put up points, but can they stop anybody? We'll see. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to kick it next off with the one and only 
Washington football team at number 20 in the power rankings. I think our friend Joshua Krause would have to disagree with putting them 20th. Um, he's going to agree with mine where I have them. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, you're boosting the, the football team this season. We'll see when I, we'll see. Okay. You got high hopes for Fitzmagic at 40 years old, leading the team. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I see what you're saying. You know, they, their defense is probably top five. Uh, I might be, I might be, you know, downplaying them. We'll see. Time will tell. I do not think they will win the division this year. I actually think, they'll come in third in the division i think um yeah i don't know weird weird thought you know maybe that's a hot take but yeah they're i mean they're solid their defense is 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 their strong suit um i mean if fitzpatrick comes out slinging we'll see but 19 i'm going falcons uh, offensive firepower if their defense can ever catch up give matt ryan some help you know they'll 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 be able to contest every game and maybe make a run but you just never know because their defense has been so bad lately um i mean and the funny thing is about the falcons is their defense will play like really well some games and then other games they'll just be absolute trash so it, it's hard to know what you get from them uh, i think 28 to 3 is in the back of their minds just for the rest of their eternity mm-hmm. um you know blowing that lead against the pats but 18, I'm going with the the boys, the Cowboys. Obviously, like you said, I think they have potential to be, like, actually pretty good this year. Um, you know, they, they got some help on defense. Um, Michael Parsons, they got Michael Parsons, right? Yes, they did. Yes. Michael Parsons, he's a stud in the, in the middle of that defense, um, him and Jalen Smith. So, I mean, if the defense can hang, hang around, I think their offensive firepower will – catch them some wins so they could be moving up from 18 i think actually they're my pick to win the division that nfc least this year um and then i'm gonna go Steelers 17 their defense is 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 you know on the elite side of things um big ben waited till year what is it 17 year 18 to go on his first like diet to actually like actually care about an offseason and he's you know decided well, he's close to retirement to finally start carrying. So maybe we'll see some improvements from him. I think Najee Harris, I was sad the Dolphins didn't get him. He'll, he's going to be a stud. Yeah. And um, we'll see what we see from them. But, you know, obviously the way that last season ended. Our boy, uh, shout out Jameer Jones. He's I heard he's been killing it at camp. So that's awesome. And 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 the homie Jerron. Um, Unfortunately, unreal he's not that on, we played on the team anymore. The butt. Okay. But still, um, just the fact that, you know, you, you have those high school teammates that uh, are getting that opportunity in the big leagues is, is legit, man. So shout out to Jones brothers. So uh, yeah, hit, hit me what you got at 20. Uh, at 20, I have the Steelers. Um, okay. Big Ben is just like you said, he's just went on a diet now. Like you, you could have done that 15 years ago and you probably would have won more Super Bowls or more playoff games or whatever. I mean, not that he hasn't had a great career, but um they have a little drop problem with their receivers as well towards the end of the year, which, and I think uh, that Browns playoff game was uh, disastrous. And I don't know how they're going to respond from that. I think Mike Tomlin is a good coach, but we'll see their defenses. I mean, I don't even have to say anything about that. Um, 19, I have the Broncos. I do think they're going to be, pretty good um i i might have them a little high here but um their defense is obviously solid 
they have Von Miller still, who's a top, whatever, five pass rusher. And um, it's all Teddy Bridgewater. Does he play it safe or does he try to revise his career? And uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, they're not going to come close to winning their division because they have a powerhouse in it, but we'll see. Who are you talking about right now? That was the Broncos. Okay. Yeah, I have them at 19. It might be a little high. I'll probably. Uh, I mean, you never know. Yeah. They, I like their rookie, Javante Williams, um, out of uh, UNC, the running back. So I think he's going to actually take over as their RB1 over Melvin Gordon. So, And Jerry Judy is obviously, if he fixes his drop problem, he's a problem. Uh, 18. Did we go to 18? Yes, we did. Uh, yep, I, yep, 17. Okay. Uh, 18, I have the Colts. I had them higher, but Carson Wentz is out. Um, that guy has made a glass. Um, I saw a tweet the other day, actually, which is pretty funny. It said, uh, because the only thing left for Carson Wentz to do is retire after the third preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about uh, Andrew Luck. So that was kind of funny. Um, their offensive line, their foundation is is solid all around. I mean, it, it all comes down to Carson Wentz if he's healthy because their backup quarterback right now is Jacob Eason. So that's Jacob just, Eason. Yeah. Um, 17. I have the Vikings. Um, Kirk Cousins, it all depends on him. Can he win more than one primetime game in his whole career? Who knows? Um, that's a crazy stat. That's crazy. How's that even possible? Um, you got paid all that money to win those types of games and you can't do it. So like you said, he could be overrated. I think their defense uh, will be better than it was last year. I know it was really bad, but I think they have some pieces that um, Eric Hendricks and, and Anthony Barr and those guys, I think they'll be a little better. Um, so, yeah. And like you said, Mike Zimmer's on the hot seat. So I think it, they had to win and it was looking good for them until Rogers decided to decided he uh, wanted to play again. So, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll kick off with the Colts at 16. I feel very bad for my, my friend, Spencer Horsey. Yeah. Um, he's been struggling with the fact that Carson Wentz might not be playing very much this season. I know he had high hopes for his team. Um, hang in there, Spence. We, um, I, like I said, you know, we gotta we gotta play it out. The Colts actually have a really good team. Like their offensive line is elite. They got some yeah. weapons. I think they're just gonna have to run the ball a lot. They'll figure it out. Their defense is solid too. So I think they're gonna move way back up. But as of right now, with no Carson Wentz, like you said, Jacob be sitting there. Um, can't see too much coming from them. Next, I'm gonna go Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray just is gonna continue to get better. They got some pieces on defense that they needed. I think J.J. Watt brings a certain amount of leadership, um, and he'll get those guys going. And then 14, I think uh, I went with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be solid this year, man. Their, their defense is is, is nice. Um, you know, obviously Bosa. We need to keep Derwin James healthy um, to kind of be like the quarterback of that defense. But how good Justin Herbert is makes me a little sad. Um that's all going to depend on how good Tua ends up. But as of right now, Justin Herbert looks like the truth. And we passed on Justin Herbert for Tua with the fifth pick um, in last year's draft. So do they have the best roster on paper? 
Who? The Chargers. No. Okay. No, I'll get to the best roster on paper, but they're they're they got a good roster, man. They're good. They're a good team. Um, I got them at fourteen, but that's just right now. Um, we'll see where that goes. Thirteen. I'm going Pats. Pats made a lot of improvements. Um, obviously, they got all those COVID guys back that that sat out last season on the defensive end. Obviously, they have the best coach of all time, so I think their defense will keep them in games. They're going to game plan it. Um, Cam Newton with it with an offseason should be better. So I'm expecting them to be in the playoff hunt all year long. I made a bet with my buddy Nick Costello that the Dolphins would finish in front of the Patriots in the AFC East. So that's on the line, big stakes there. So we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I'm 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 hoping they're not going to be too good, but I, I think they'll be very solid. Okay, uh, sixteen. I actually have the Saints. Um, I might retract my statement about the Chargers possibly having the best roster. But the Saints probably, I mean, Michael Thomas is banged up. Um, their defense is, is always pretty solid. Their home field advantage is ridiculous. But the thing that worries me is Taysom Hill is getting QB1 reps. Um, it just boggles my mind, to be honest. I, I don't see the hype around him. Um, last year you were just watching games and he comes in like when they're moving the ball and it just takes momentum out of the, he hit some plays of course, but who, I mean, if you're on the field. It's pretty hype when he comes in and just like runs over a linebacker though. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a solid player, but do I think he should be starting at quarterback for the saints? No. Um, 15, I have the chargers. Um, Like I said, their, their roster is very solid. Um, Justin Herbert is, I mean, that could be us, but I love Tua, so I can't hate on that. Um, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, I think they're going to have great years. And Derwin James, if he's healthy, he's a top five safety. So um, shout out Kraus for this one. At 14, I have the Washington football team. Um, he's he's still not going to be happy with that. Uh. I think this is right where they're supposed to be, though. I think I do think they're going to win the division. Um, I do think that their defense is top three-ish, top five for sure. Um, as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick plays pretty well, I, I think if he doesn't have his four games for 500 yards and then 13 games for five interceptions a game, I mean – if he just has like a decent season, I think they're going to be good. They added uh, Curtis Samuel. So I, I think that helps out Terry McLaurin. Logan Thomas played well last year and um, Antonio Gibson played well as well. So uh, 13, I do have the Pats as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree with everything you're saying with about the Pats, best coach. Defense is really good. They got, I mean, they added great pieces offensively and defensively. Matt Judon, they're getting a bunch of guys back from COVID. Um, Cam Newton just at some times just didn't look healthy last year. And then he got COVID. So I think if he avoids injuries and health uh, situations, I think they will be good, like you said, in the hunt all year. So, yeah. Nice. Um, all right, next up, the boys, the yeah. Finns. I got the Finns at 12. I have them Hoping there, too. that goes up right in the playoff contention there. But, 
Yeah, man. I mean, this simply based on the based on last season and the off season that we had. Um, I, I'm thinking we're going to be very competitive this year. So, I got us at 12. I'm expecting big things from Tua, and I, I the defense needs to remain in that kind of elite category, forcing turnovers, keeping keeping the team out of the end zone, keeping us in games. Because if we can stay in games, we have enough playmakers where we'll be able to sneak out those close ones. So I'm going Finns at 12. I'm going Saints at 11. The Saints have been a very good overall team for the, the you know, at least past five years. I mean, as long as Drew's been there, they've been solid. They've had some, you know, decently bad seasons. But, you know, the defense is still solid. And I think Jameis actually comes in this year and he's going to sling the rocks. Him and Sean Payton, you know, they'll, they'll get some stuff together. He'll be slinging the rock. He's got a lot of talent. He finally got LASIK surgery so he can actually see <laughs> down the field because before it wasn't his fault. He was thinking that his the defense was wearing the same jerseys as his guys. So now he can see and he's going to be throwing a lot of tutties. Um, yeah. In my 10th spot, I'm going to go with the Titans, man. Getting Julio, jo- Julio Jones is – I think it's going to be bigger than people think just to take the top off the defense. You know, you got to worry about him at all times. AJ Brown's working intermediate routes. And then you got arguably the best running back in the league with, uh, with, you know, Derrick Henry. So they're going to be solid. If their defense can be better than it was last year, I think they have a spot to make a run deep in the playoffs. And then next I got the Niners Niners again, you know, they got the best linebacker in the league right now, Fred Warner. Defense is solid. Nick Bosa coming off an injury. Got to, you know, got to see how he's holding up. But um, Jimmy G's solid, man. I think Jimmy G's going to control the tempo. They're a running team anyways. Um, Shanahan's the best offensive running coach, you know, in the league. So, um, yeah, that's that's my next four there. Okay. Um, at 12, I got, I got, I got our boys. Um, Hell yeah. I got the Dolphins there. Um, I mean, like you said, it's like we said earlier, it's all on Tua. I, I think if our, if our defense plays, I don't think they're going to score as many points as they did last year. Cause surprisingly they, they were the highest scoring defense, I believe last year um, with like a lot of, I mean, against the Rams alone, we, their defense scored like two or three touchdowns. So um, if Tua plays well, which I believe he does, that might be biased, but we'll see. Um, I think he can take us where we need to go uh, to be able to play in a playoff game, hopefully a home playoff game. So I can go to it. Um, not that I can't go anyway, but I would like to be at home. You're definitely going. Yeah. So I'm very excited to fly down there and see a bunch of games this year. So, um, 11, I have the Cardinals. I think J.J. Watt is a huge help for their defense. If Chandler Jones does not get traded and he actually plays, I think their defensive line is going to be pretty good. Buda Baker is really good, and Kyler Murray is only going to get better. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Edmonds is is pretty solid. So their whole line needs, needs some help, but I think they're going to be throwing the ball quick and all that, so I don't – see that as being much of a problem as it would for other teams. Um, At 10, I have the 49ers for the things you said. I think um, Jimmy G is a great game manager. Um, uh, Their schemes are out of this world. Probably like, like you said, the best run scheme in the NFL. Um, 
And I, they have a sleeper in Trey Sermon, who I think is going to end up starting at running back from Ohio State, the rookie from Ohio State. I think he's going to be really good. Um, George Kittle is obviously an animal. He brings the intensity and the, the firepower to that offense as well. So, all right. Yeah, that wraps up my all the way up to 10. Wow. We're moving. We're moving and we're grooving. <laughs> Next up, I'm going with the Hawks. Go Hawks. Um, Seahawks, Russell Wilson, man, he's elite. I know you're a big Russell Wilson fan, Hunter. Some Russell Wilson. He, lo- he loves him, some Russell Wilson. He's elite. Um, very, very, you know, humble, religious guy. You know, he's he's a walking Hall of Famer for sure, and I think he's going to be due another Super Bowl or two before he's done. Um, if they get that defense back rolling again, obviously they still got Bobby Wags. Need some pass rushers, but, you know, Russ is going to be Russ and, you know, DK Lockett, Chris Carson, they'll, they'll be fine. I got them at eight, seven. Maybe people think this is a little too low for this team, but I'm going with the Packers at seven. A lot of, lot of offseason just kind of drama. Um, they got the reigning MVP. Obviously, it's going to be hard for Rodgers to play as well as he did last season. He was – out of his mind last year playing so well. I think he takes a step back. He's going to get a lot of hate because he was out all, all offseason. Every talk show was Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of pressure on the Packers this year to play well. They're going to be good. They're going to make a run at it again. Rodgers will probably lose another NFC championship game like he like he does. You know, he's one, one and four in those games. It's a bad stat on his on his Hall of Fame resume. But, yeah, yeah I got that at seven. Um, six, I'm going Ravens. Ravens have the ability to be just incredible. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson is a walking highlight reel. They're, you know, the best running team in the league. If they can run the ball, play solid defense, they're going to be fine. Kalias Campbell, he got they got him last season, but that's a huge pickup in the middle. Um, and then they got, you know, uh, Peters, they got Humphreys. They're uh, th- they're going to be really good. So I got Ravens at, at and six. And maybe finally have a uh... – Number one receiver over there too, which helps. This is this is going to be random and not even about football hunter, but I just got a notification that the Knicks signed Evan Fournier, <laughs> four years, eighty oh, mil. <laughs> I just got that too. We might be bugging, dude. You know what? When when he dropped thirty on USA, he got that contract. Literally, but anyways, I mean, I mean he's solid, but yeah, he's solid, but eighty mil, geez. Um. <laughs> Cool. And then again, gave Joe Kim Noah like a hundred mil. So. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy from the guy played on the Cavs, uh, with LeBron. Oh, Timofey Mozgov. Oh, Mozgov. The dude. next, the next season, the Lakers gave him like, like a hundred million. He's dude, terrible. One minute into uh, free agency, they said he <laughs> <laughs> was the first guy signed. Like. They had to rush to the phones to go make sure they signed Timofey Mozgov. Dude, like he was like uh, he was like prime Shaq or something. Like <laughs> he did have a couple games in the finals. Well, granted, LeBron was like playing alone that year. But yeah. Mozgov did have a couple games, like 20 rebounds, I think. I think he was just like they were like losing by so much. He was just like feasting on the boards and he just <laughs> caught himself a payday. Good for Timofey. Back to football. <laughs> Bills at five. Um, people maybe think Bills should be better than five, but I don't. Six? Ravens are six. Okay. Keep up, man. All right, sorry. It's all good. Bills at five, and I think the Bills are going to take a step back. Reason why, 
I mean, their offense is good. I don't want anyone to tell me Emmanuel Sanders is going to make a huge difference um, in offense. He's in the later half of his career. He's a solid veteran. He'll make some plays for you guys. Also, Cole Beasley, by not getting the vaccine, probably won't be on the roster um, by the second half of the season. So that's a big blow there. Um, but, you know, he said that he'd rather retire than get the vaccine. So you do you, Cole. Um, and that's going to be rounded that out. Music, What'd you say? He makes albums, dude, rap albums. Yeah, they're really, really bad. But anyways, <laughs> um, that'll be that'll round out all the way up to five. We got I got four more picks left. What do you got at nine, Hunter? At nine, I have the Seahawks. Until their defense figures it out. Um, well, not even their defense. It's not their fault because it's their GM's fault for not getting them defensive players that are good. Um, they don't have any pass rush at all, which concerns me, but – I think Russell Wilson has just proven to win 10 games a year, no matter what. I mean, yeah. I mean, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Gerald Everett is a sneaky signing at tight end for them. Um, they haven't really, yeah, had, pick. they haven't really had a solid uh, tight end since ever. So um, yeah, uh, they're at a nine at eight. I have the Titans. Um I have them a little higher than you. I do think Julio Jones is a huge pickup for them, but they they still are a run first team. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously, how do you not hand that guy the ball? Um, their defense is is okay. It'll probably it could use some it can use some uh, help, but um, AJ Brown not being a top twenty receiver in Madden is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah, so seven, I have the Ravens. Um, like I said, I, I think they're very solid. They're probably the best running team because they have Lamar Jackson, who is a ridiculous runner. He's probably the best athlete on the field at all times. Um, J.K. Dobbins is good. Um, and they finally have a number one receiver, it looks like, in Rashad Bateman. So, um, I know he's a rookie, so yeah, but we'll see if Lamar Jackson can uh, open the defense up with some passing. Well, it starts with running, but if he can get some passes down the field, I think they will be really good and a sneaky pick maybe in our next segment for me. Um, six, I have the Browns. They actually have the best roster on paper. I don't know why I said the Chargers because yep. I I mean their their roster is ridiculous. Jadavion Clowney, they signed in the offseason. Miles Garrett's probably the best defensive end in the NFL. I mean, they got John Johnson, Troy Hill. They they are ridiculous. The two best the best running back duo in the NFL. Like I mean the roster is ridiculous. It all comes down to Baker Mayfield. For some reason, I'm getting all this like Brown stuff on my Twitter. I, I don't know if it's because I follow Bianca's dad or something, but I don't know. Um, five, I do have the Packers. Um, they are going to run away with their division, whether um, Aaron Rodgers is whatever and mad at himself or mad at his family or whatever the hell is wrong with him. Uh, he's an elite talent, obviously. And I think he, he him and Devonte Adams 
and Aaron Jones is a three-headed monster that is um, pretty ridiculous, to be honest. So um, they're gonna they're gonna win their division, and I do I could see them again, like you said, going to the NFC Championship. But if they did, they would probably fall to the Bucks. So that's where I have them at five. Nice, very nice. Um, yeah. My top four, I think, is oh, – no, I have – you have one in the top four. You put the Bills in the top four, you dirty dog, you. I did, unfortunately. It pains you me. dirty dog, you. It pains me to do it, too. That's all right. They're uh, – they're at, the, at this point in time, they're a top five team, Also, although their defense is a little shaky still. I don't I'm, – I'm not buying it yet. I'm not buying it yet. But anyways, uh, I went Rams four. I think Stafford signing is, is huge. I think uh, – McVay um, got Goff a lot of the success that he had throughout those years in his career. I mean, he put him in positions to succeed. My boy, Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff. Hunter, <laughs> Hunter, Hunter was bragging in fantasy football last year because Jared Goff was was a top twenty fantasy quarterback. Um, <laughs> there's only twelve teams in the league, so I mean, yeah, that's that's impressive, Hunt. You know, it great pickup like on your part. I got him in the I got him in the fifth round. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a value pick. I'll give you that. Well, I'm um, not this year cause he's on the worst team. So it's <laughs> just not that good, but anyways. Um, yeah. Rams up four, man. I think they're, they're very, very capable to go to the Super Bowl and even win it. I think Stafford's underrated. Obviously people like know he's good, but he never really had much success with the, with Detroit. He's a he's elite. Like his arm talent is elite. McVeigh's going to put him in positions to win, and then they have literally the best corner in the league, the best DB in the league in Jalen Ramsey, and literally the best overall football player in the NFL, and defensive player and defensive lineman in the NFL, and Aaron Donald. When you're controlling the line of scrimmage and controlling the secondary like that, you fill the pieces in between, and you and you score points. They're going to be hard to beat, man. They're they're a tough team. So yeah, that could be. I can see them four or three. Uh, I put the Browns at three, honestly. A shout out my brother-in-law, Adrian. He's a, a diehard Browns fan. He's been through 30 years of misery watching the Browns. <laughs> Another uh, side note, I'm going to the Browns Chiefs home opener in, Arrow, in Arrowhead. Um, oh. So that's going to be sick. I brought him as a wedding present. So Hope he's uh, excited. I'm excited. I don't know who I'm going to root for yet, but we'll see. Um, I'm actually I mean, going to. I'm going to Browns Ravens too. So that's elite. That's in, elite. Sitting next to the dog pound too. So that's going to be that's going to be dope. Yeah. So when you said Chargers best roster in the league, I was thinking Browns all day, simply because of the signings they made. First of all, they have two of the two of the best running backs on the same team. Like yeah. literally, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are two of the best running backs that we have in the NFL. Kareem Hunt's a freak out of the backfield, like catching the ball. Um, obviously, they have Odell and Jarvis, and they need some better play from the tight ends. But Odell's due for a huge year coming off an injury. You know, he's had a good a good offseason. But the, the thing that makes them this high for me is the defensive signings they made. First of all, John Johnson is, is a very, very good safety. He was part of the best defense in the league with the Rams last year. Um, another sleepy pick, Tack McKinley. He only signed a one-year deal, but he's on the other side of, uh, of Miles Garrett, and they also um, have Jadavian Clowney. So 
you know, obviously the pass rush is there. And then they even got Troy Hill. They literally took the, the Rams secondary. Um, and they even got Malcolm Smith, who won Super Bowl MVP with the, with the Seahawks. And then another one that is going to be a sick defensive player, Malik Jackson, only a one-year deal. But he was elite with the, um, with the Broncos when they had that run with their defense. So those signings on defense is scary. If their defense can be like, you know, even top 10, I think their offense will be top 10, especially running the ball. They're going to be scary, man. Look for them in the AFC Championship this year. Um, Couldn't agree more, but I hate yep. I hate admitting it to uh, Bianca's dad. So yeah. Well, that's all right. He's you know probably fifty and he hasn't seen anything in his life. So we got to give him some love, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the one and two, I see everyone flip flopping and and whatever. But I'm going Bucks too. Um, I'm kind of a Chiefs homer. Uh, having having been living in Kansas City for a year, but I'm going Bucks too. They returned all 22 starters. They're obviously an elite team. They're going to be good. I mean, everyone knows what you're going to get with them now. I think they came out of kind of nowhere in the playoffs last year. Um, not nowhere because they have the best player of all time, but you know, I don't think people really were thinking that they would win the Super Bowl. Um, so they're going to be tough to beat as well. I just can't put them ahead of the Chiefs because. Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. He's going to be the best player in the NFL for, you know, the next at least at least five years. We'll see what happens after that. But at least next five years, he's going to be the best player. You know, um, their offense is absolutely loaded. The speed is just insane. And um, I got Chiefs number one. And I got a little uh, surprise on the video for you guys. <laughs> nice. We got the Super Bowl ring for the Chiefs. So I got a special place uh for the chiefs in my heart i'm going chiefs as the best team right now we'll see how that unfolds okay so three three out of our top four is uh is actually the same so i have the four i have the rams um like you said they have the best defensive player and probably another top 10 defensive player in their the best corner in the nfl so stafford is huge for them stafford has never played with a I mean, he's had what one, one thousand yard rusher, and that was Reggie Bush twenty years ago. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, he's gonna have a good run scheme. I know Cam Akers is hurt, but their scheme is good enough where they're gonna be able to still run the ball. Um, he has a lot of weapons. He doesn't have to just like kind of do it on his own with just him and Calvin Johnson, like throwing it deep and all that, so he can spread the ball around. And their defense, he is, I mean, the Lions have never had a defense where Matt Stafford is, when Matt Stafford has been there. So, I, like you said, they have a very good chance of making the Super Bowl. Um, but right now they're four. <clears throat> uh, three, this is crushing me, dude. Wow, three, have, Bill's at three, dude? Three, I have the You're Bills. socking them, dude. Their defense is trees. Their defense is, but their culture is is – very, very like easy to to see like how well it fits. I feel like um, they have a great. They're gonna have a sick home field advantage this year. Having no fans right. last year during like their best year in the last twenty years. Right. The home field advantage is gonna be absolute. They might not lose a home game. I'm not yeah. kidding. They might not lose a home game. Seriously. Um, yeah. So that's where I mean. Our, I think that our only the only real competition they have in the AFC is 
pretty much the Chiefs and the Browns, maybe the Ravens. Um, but I, other than that, I, I mean, they're just – their offense is great. Josh Allen has been getting better every year. He used to just, like, throw the ball out of the stadium, but now he's actually, like, hitting receivers. So um, Yeah, he's nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs. Emmanuel Sanders doesn't really do much for me, like you said. Um, he's solid, but nothing great. If their defense can hold up, I think they have a good coach. Um, that pains me to say. Hopefully they drop back a little bit in my power rankings. But um, I'm with you. Two, I have the Bucks. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're great. They signed all 22 starters, like you said. Um, they have the best player of all time, like you said. I just – I can't put them over the Chiefs. I, I don't know. It's an offensive league. They have the best offensive player, the Chiefs, at one. And uh, it's Pat Mahomes' league. It was – I mean – I know Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl, so it's technically still his league. But Pat Mahomes is going to run the league for for forever. I mean, for the next yep. for the next, like you said, five to ten years. So he's the best player, and I think their offense is ridiculous. They have the best tight end, which is huge. They have a good run game. Andy Reid's great. Tyron, I mean, arguably best receiver. Arguably, yeah. If not best, I mean, definitely top five. So, um, yep. yeah, they're my number one team as in our power rankings. So we just wrapped up our power rankings for our way too early power rankings. <laughs> here. Uh, I, I'm like, I'm like lightheaded right now. We just cruise through the whole, the whole league. The whole league with explanations and everything. Not even an hour. Look at that. That's pretty good, guys. Uh, for all of our viewers out there, we're probably going to start out having around 10 people of our closest friends. We love all of you guys. As we continue to do these podcasts, we will gain following. And let me ask you a question, Hunt. Yeah. And, you know, this is going to be the biggest thing that, that is going to make people want to listen to us. Do you think our viewers like to win money on betting on sports? Um, who doesn't like to win money? That is the, the real question. Um, if you do want to win money, you, I would suggest listening to us. We, I actually had a really good season in NBA. Um, I'm hopefully going to continue that into the NFL. Um, we both have multiple over the years, uh, fantasy championships as well. So we will be giving some fantasy uh help out so i'm looking forward to that and yeah money is great scared money don't make no money i will never tell you a bet on here that i am not taking myself as well so there you go and of course so if we lose we lose together and if we win we are going to win together if he dies he dies if he dies he dies random question I'm going to end every episode with a random thought crunching episode or a question. <laughs> Are we ending the episode here? We don't have to. So we could hold it on. I up. wanted to help the viewers win some money real quick for the okay. bookies. Rick's picks. Here we go. Rick's picks, baby. <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for. Kiss the ring. 
Rick's picks. Here we go. The only thing we really can bet on right now, other than preseason games, which I would never tell you to bet on a preseason game because that doesn't even make sense. I have some beautiful total win over unders for some teams. Here we go. First one, I'm going to continue sucking the Chiefs. Their over-under for wins is 12 wins with a 17-game season. Are you telling me that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose five times next year? Are you, are you going to tell me that the Chiefs will lose five times? I'm not telling you that because they're probably going to sweep their division. So if, I mean, if the Chiefs lose five games next year, I will give this ring away to whoever loses that bet. <laughs> probably go. not. But <laughs> I have another one for you. Okay. My next one, is, I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give right. you five. I'm going to give you five, and I'm going to guarantee you that at least three win. So if, okay. you, if you bet all five, you're making money. That would be profit, um, people, if you don't know. Probably four will win. Like Maybe not all five. So I'm going to go Chiefs over 12 wins. We're going to go Rams over 10.5 wins. Like I said, that defense is going to keep them in every game. They're going to be sneaky this year. They're going to be really good. They're in a tough division, but they're going to, they're going to win a lot of games. They're going to, I'm seeing them as at least 11, 12 win team. We're going to go Browns over 10 wins. I don't see the Browns going 10 and seven, 10 and seven for the Browns would be very underwhelming for me. So I'm going to go Browns over 10 wins. Sounds weird and to then, say 10 and seven. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We'll see. And then uh, I got Titans over nine and a half wins. You know, they're a, they're a solid team. Um, they, they had some, you know, some, some free agent acquisitions. I think they're going to be at least a 10 win team. And, and, if then, Jacob, and if Jacob Eason is the starting quarterback of the Colts, I mean, you can pretty much uh, wrap that up. Yeah. So. You can write them in. Yeah. That's, that's another great point on, you know, they're going to – they have the, one of the weaker divisions in the league. And then my last one is going to be the Cardinals. Their over-under is at eight wins, which would meet would, which would make them have a losing season. Um, I don't see the Cardinals having a losing season. I think they are going to be better than they were last year. And um, Kyler Murray is going to continue to progress. So that is Rick's picks. All overs. Life is too short to bet the under. Don't forget that, guys. That is true. I actually have one to add. Um, it is an under though, but I think the Panthers under seven and a half wins. Um, they're not going to be as good as the saints. So that goes with that, but like their defense is not great. Christian McCaffrey coming off an injury. I'm sure he, if he doesn't get hurt, he will be great. I'm, I'm sure that Sam Darnold has not proven anything to me yet. I do think he's an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater, but they are in somewhat of a tough division with the Falcons, the Saints, and the, why am I drawing a blank, the blank, who am I, who am I, the box. Oh yeah, the box. Um, yeah, they're, they're clearly to me, the worst team in that division. Um, so under, I know it, life's too short to bet the under, but. The Wait, but I just thought of something. What? Life is too short to bet the under, but we just created a new segment of the podcast. It is called Hunta's Undas. Hunta's Undas. Nice. I like that. Unreal. Write that down. Stick that in next week. Every week during the football season, Hunter will have an under for you. 
Yes. And whether that's a teased under or a regular under. Also, side note, teasers are the best way to go. I'm going to be throwing a lot of teasers your way, a lot of money line parlays. If you want to win some money, you're going to want to listen. Um, Check out the social media pages. We'll have the picks on there. Also want to throw in there, as an employee of the NFL, I do not bet on sports, but that doesn't mean that you can't. Okay, so take my advice. I am not an employee yet, so I will be betting the games. Hunter will be taking all of Rick's picks moving forward. But that's it, boys. You got it. This is the Finside Scoop. We're going to give you the hottest takes in the NFL. We're going to give you the hottest bets to take. You want to crush your bookies. You're going to want to listen. Hunt, it was a good first episode. We're going to only get better from here. I have my random question of the episode. Yep. What do you think costs more? The mall itself, like the land, the building, everything like that, or everything in it? Wow. Wow. (laughs) The mall itself or everything in it? I think it would have to depend on the mall, right? The, All right, for, like, where, for, like if we're talking like Grease Town Mall, like we're, we'll we'll say Grease for this example because most people will know what that is. So we'll say Grease Grease Mall. Okay, Grease Mall, everyone. I'm not even going to answer. I'm going to leave that up to the viewers. We're going to post it on the social media. The random thoughts of the episode: What costs more, the mall, the land the mall is built on, the mall itself, the real estate property of the mall, or everything within the mall, all of the products the stores, yada, yada, this and that, whatever's in there. Greasetown Mall, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to. It is a, is it a landmark in Rochester, New York. It is like a historical figure. You have to see it. Your life will never be the same after you go to the Greasetown Mall. We grew up going there, watching movies, walking around. But um, yeah, I think great. we'll end it on that, man. Yeah, great first episode. Looking forward to dropping a episode every week. As of now, we could increase that. Um, looking forward to coming down to Florida and possibly doing episodes there as well. So great first episode. Good to see you. I'll be talking to you soon, Rick. Sounds good, man. We'll catch you next time. Sounds good. Have a good one.